It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I'm your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, I bring you a jacked-up Aaron Flotto today. Yeah, <laughs> John, what's, just, what's going on, man? Let's, uh, can we just get to the Kings game last night? Like, <laughs> we'll that's, that's all, all I really want to talk about. Like, this is good. I, I don't want to talk about the Golden State game because... That that's Golden State and whatever, and Giannis wasn't playing. But anyways, yeah, do, yeah, do well, the thing where you talk about the things. <laughs> this Hi, is, this is so good so far. Did I, did I say, hey, John, what's going on, man? You did uh, for okay, sure. Good. I sounded I like it, and then you just part. you were ready. All right, everybody, you is, can is follow Rogers the show the, on Twitter. Is Rogers in the light or the dark? I oh, don't know. <laughs> where what where are we at here? Uh, is he in the upside uh, down? Hyperposition of both situations uh, until is we he playing guitar with Eddie Munson. That's all I need to know. Anyway. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, let everybody know that we uh, we can be found on Twitter. This show itself is at Scotty Johnny Pod. I am at Not So Humble Host. And Aaron, let the wonderful people know how to find you on the Twitter. I am at Cheddar Talk, John. At Cheddar Talk. Uh, right now, you won't be able to tweet me. Not that this oh. is live. Did I you get in trouble. Like it was live. But my phone's updating, so I can't oh, even look okay. at Twitter right now. I mean, All I right. can pull it up on my. By the time you hear this, to, Aaron have, will be there. I, I'll, I'll be there, and I'll probably yeah. have gone after some more Kings fans for being awesome. Here. This is good. So this is what I'm here I, for. I, 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 I got, uh, I, I got a response from the uh, post game person from the uh, Sacramento Kings, even because I thought she was on the call that was inferring the fight, but she wasn't, and then she called me a psycho, and that <laughs> pissed. They, they, I'm sorry, that got that got some Lakers fans going because they hate the Kings too. Anyhow, <laughs> all right. I guess the one thing it will do in uh, the top of the show here that I wanted to mention and uh, you know just kind of say something about was uh, Dick Fosbury actually passed away and now and I just not not necessarily Wisconsin sports story, but that's that's the world story. That's um, an athlete who did something. Richard Sherman actually had and I give him props when he deserves it. Um, he had a, a really fun take. He said. Imagine telling everybody in the world that they're jumping the wrong way and then being 100% right. Right, um, absolutely. Changed yeah. an entire sport rich. to a thing that nobody was doing and turned it into something that everybody had to do. Uh, broke every world record and, you know, and just, uh, yeah, he changed the way people did his, his sport. Everybody now just does it like him. It's like... If somebody suddenly figured out a different way to shoot a basketball that was way more accurate, and you're just like, "Holy crap, we should have all been doing this the whole time." Um, right. Yeah. And, and and two things, uh, just in case nobody's keeping up with what we're talking about, uh, Dick Fosberg, uh, Dick Fosberg, of course, came up with the Fosberg flop. Fosberg, yeah. Fosberg, sorry, did I yeah. say Fosberg? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm I'm way off tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm we're gonna hurt. rock, buddy. Um, but they uh, but of course he came up with jumping over the high jump, with your back down, not your front down. So because up to his up to that point, everybody just dove over top of the high jump, like you would yeah. like you'd Superman that thing, right? Yeah. And so he's like, oh no, go this way, and I yeah, just like you said, it'd be like 
honestly, it'd be like telling everybody, no, put your back to the basketball hoop when you shoot. It's more effective. Yeah. Just just something, something weird. It's like something so foreign like that. Just save you time and effort and it'll actually be more accurate and better. It's like this, this. The center should put his butt towards the nose tackle and snap it backwards and box him out like a basketball play. That might actually work. <laughs> right. Just, it might. Just <laughs> but ridiculous. I mean, that's, I mean, that instead of having the center with his butt towards the quarterback, like switch it around and like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, Hey, everything you're doing wrong is completely backwards. Do it this way. And yeah. And that's how everybody does it now. And people are high jumping eight feet in the air, 10 feet in the air. I don't know how I jump. What's the Olympic record, John? I don't know that. That's something I'd have to look up to get going. But yeah, that's a sad loss for the world and the world of sports. So we just wanted to make sure we had it and we, you know, mentioned that as uh, you know, somebody who completely changed sports. So, but with that, we'll get going and we're going to let Aaron roll on some bucks talk here in the part of the show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so we'll start with the Bucks, and you know if you didn't see what had happened here, it was uh, what Aaron is, is is amped up about is this uh, the the end of this this Kings game, and it is it is wild. So like, I'll just give this in in a quick way. If you didn't see it before, Aaron gets going. So Giannis is just going up to dribble the ball out, like he's just done. Like the game is over, he's just dribbling out the clock. Uh, a Kings player grabs him with both arms around basically the way like he looks like he's trying to go for the ball but he's in the worst possible position to do it like he's behind him so he reaches through and across to because his balls in the outside hand like hits him across the chest grabs him with his other arm and is like throttles Giannis quickly and then shoves him in the back and Brooke Lopez just is like hey man knock that off that's not okay that's not a you know you can't do that in a game and then he came straight at at Lopez's throat, and he right. did. He went right for his throat, and that's what happened. And there. then after they got broke off too, it took about it took about six coaches to get uh, to get Lopez off. And that dude came in like a Tyrannosaurus Rex with his big like pointing at him, going, "That's my boy. I'm going to back him up," you know. And so even today, um, Giannis or in, during the post game, like he told he said that he will be. Uh, r- um, what what's the word I'm looking for here? He'll he'll be paying he'll be paying Lopez as fine basically. Okay, yeah. So uh, what would he call that in the business? Uh, I don't know. When, gonna... when, he, when he produce a receipt and you get re re reimbursed, I guess. reimbursed. Yeah. He will be reimbursing him for that. Uh, but no, it was a it was a really weird play. So number one, the Sacramento Kings who haven't been worth uh, anything in my adult life. Maybe well, with they had Weber. Well, yeah, they had Weber for that short time, but I mean, they weren't anything. And so right now they're number two in the West and they're playing the number one overall seed uh, team. That's 20 and uh, uh, was nine, uh, 19 and two over the last 21 games coming in, plus a 14 game winning streak over the Kings. Um, and Giannis is back. Giannis went for 45 and 10 yet again which um, I think it, oh, he's only behind Bob McAdoo and oh, who's the other player? Oh, um, uh, 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 Westbrook. Uh, McAdoo has eight in a season and uh, Westbrook has seven in a season. And then uh, AD and him have like all time. They're, they're, they're right up there. 
Right. Okay. So, and the, and the, and the bucks come in and, and the bucks do bully ball, you know, like the bucks do like playing hard within the, 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 um, rules of the game. Yeah. Giannis, you know, is the only major superstar that falls out on a regular basis because they do play hard and they don't, they don't beg for fouls. And early on, in, uh, uh, late, uh, in the second half, uh, Brooke Lopez took a shot to the eye and he was bleeding from the eyebrow, which how, how often do you ever see any other team bleeding from any <laughs> on their face? No. I mean, Brooke, um, Connington's bleeding all the time. You know, right. Giannis has been bleeding from the face before, and it's because because they don't whine about it and they just play hard. They get hacked and whacked, and so the game got chippy. The Kings are a team that's up and coming. They've got they've got some good players, of course. I think that I think they're two in the West still after last night, and they came in and they played the Bucks hard, and it was a chippy game. And what really you know, and it, it wasn't really. Nothing was happening. And so somewhere near, I, I want to say like four minutes left in the fourth, Giannis, and that was the other thing is that the, the Bucks are still playing the starters, even though they got a little comfortable lead at the end. You could tell they didn't want to lose. And so yeah. this is how it happens. And so Giannis does a first step at like <laughs> about 30 feet out, second step at about the free throw line, dunk over top of Trey Lyles. <laughs> and it's it's a poster it's a poster 100 and so the game's winding down it goes back and forth uh, credit to the kings like everyone's shooting the lights out on the threes like it's stupid like nobody's missing threes uh alan hits a clutch three right at the end inbound go down they miss and the bucks are bringing it back up the court and there's i don't know uh, less than 15 seconds left and janice is dribbling it up across half court Trey Lyles is on the other side of half court. Janice uh, starts angling towards the bench and like gets within the vicinity of Trey Lyles, not running into him, not bumping into him, just within a couple inches of him. Maybe said something under his breath about whatever, be a professional. It's, it's, it's trash shot. So instead mm -hmm. he makes a wild around the trying to trying to swat the ball away and then shoves Giannis in the back. And then after that, Brooke comes in like a freight train because Brooke just got beat around like a like a punching bag all game long. Also had another great game. Him and Chris. Bull. I mean, Brooke's having the best season of his life without being the lead player on his team, yeah. you know, uh, and uh, and so and of course he comes in like defending his teammate and Lyles goes for the choke. Yeah, that's right to the throat, crazy. right to the throat, not a punch, not anything else goes right for the throat. And Brooke doesn't do a, a, a thing. Right. And so they all get they all get peeled apart. Brooke is hot. Yeah. And Giannis, of course, is out there walking around at midcourt going like, what's my next dad joke going to be? Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no reason to get in that fight. Drew Holiday got in there, too, just trying to push guys off of Brooke right. because it, no, was it was four on one. It was basically. both sides. Theonis was in there like just not no what there was no haymakers thrown like everyone was cool about it but it got hot real quick yeah and and so they peeled them apart and this is this is you know this is just me doing it with somewhat of an unbiased look of course i'm a bucks fan so there's a little bit of bias to my side so and then yeah 
and so the the referee comes over to the sideline after they watch and they go technical follows both teams um lopez and number 41 both players ejected <laughs> didn't even give trey lyle the time of day of his name knew who lopez was didn't know who number 41 was and they both got ejected <laughs> and then they ran out five seconds the whole time though like the 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 national broadcast was on nbc sports uh i for whatever reason, I couldn't find Bally. I don't know if Bally sold it to them or whatever. I mean, yeah, did you watch it at all? As Bally slowly dies, you know. Yeah, as they're slowly dying, <laughs> it ended up being. And so I don't know. Someone's going to have to answer this one for me, too. Like, because I can't find a highlight with any Bally's announcers either. Because I was watching the NBC uh, sports feed. It was their announcers. And they were. Oh, I almost swore. Um, They were terrible. Like, first of all, shame on whoever for not allowing, not giving them information that, hey, this might be a national broadcast, not just, you know, Sacramento. So you might want to, like, kind of unbias it a little bit and, you know, do this one down the middle so you don't look like. But honestly, so they're like, oh, he he was he was just going for the steal. And then then he shoved Giannis in the back and, you know, Brooks trying to stick up for his, his friend. But it's been a chippy game. And. Brooks been chirping all game long and blah, 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 whatever. And then the, 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 the lead play by play lady comes in and goes, goes, well, I'm not saying they should be fighting, but there's some fighting these dogs or there's some dog dogs. Dog, there's some dog in these players. And I like seeing this. And I like seeing this at, you know, this kind of fighting or this kind of pushback. And it's like, lady, there's five seconds left in the game. Your team is beat. This is not the time to, be fighting and not only that but you are inferring to fight yeah and then during the post game show also inferred on nbc sports uh sacramento northern california whatever the age it is like <laughs> they're saying we like seeing this out of the sacramento team you can't just let a better team come in here and push you around you got to fight back you got to do you got to do what you did at the end of the game and it's like no you're all wrong all, you, this is not and then on twitter too it came out it was a, a just a, a just a barrage from kings fans and as they were like called out one by one like you're literally saying that you're okay with your team picking a fight at the end of the game when they've already been beat yeah it's over it's over like <laughs> it's like you, you do that in the third quarter if, if you're gonna do some shenanigans like that you do in the third quarter you know you don't just push maybe the best player on planet earth in the back and then try and choke out his teammate who's confronting <laughs> you about it and then have all of your all of your announcers go oh this is what we need this is good this is good <laughs> good point what is that i mean i i, I honestly like I, kings fans last night jumped above vikings fans like i didn't know that oh. they even had a fan base but they are above Vikings fans. At least Vikings fans can somewhat be reasoned with. I mean, they did put crushing Aaron Rodgers' collarbone on yeah. the front page of the Star Tribune as one of the top five moments in the last ten years. Yeah, that's 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 pretty bad. But just yeah. talk about a team. Talk about a team that doesn't know where they are and how to handle themselves. They're going to be a, a, a first round out in the playoffs. Oof. They don't know how to handle themselves. Their fan base doesn't know how to handle themselves. They don't know. They just absolutely do not know. They're, they're, 
oh, this is, you know, this is what the bad boy Pistons did back mm-hmm. in the 90s, the last time we were relevant. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Chris Weber was in Michigan in the 90s, too. So, yeah, that's awesome. Cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, let's, let's be jerks. It's like, I mean, and the <laughs> fact that I went after the wrong person on Twitter, because when I Googled who the play-by-play person was, they gave me the after show person instead and i added her like that was trash saying we why are you inferring fighting and they all came back and lakers fans were backing me they're like yeah kings fans are trash it is fun (laughs) listening to the rest of california talk about yeah just about sacramento and and like and like hey leave this bucks fan alone you guys are trash stop it and yeah and i don't know the dynamic of what what all that is but man uh, does california say some stuff about (laughs) sacramento which is their capital yeah, it is. So I mean, it, they, they, they have three teams. They have the Clippers, the Lakers and the Kings. And yeah, it's just and Golden it's State. It's like it was like this one, this one guy whose name I cannot repeat on our podcast because we try and keep it G. Yeah. Um, he, he's just going to going like, he's actually got some followers, too. That's what I was mostly. It's just like like just st- step back, Wisconsin boy. I got this. You think, <laughs> That's funny. Thanks. Thanks for the West Coast trip. Go off right. to Phoenix now and beat the Suns. Thank you very much. You know, it's like, fabulous. All right. <laughs> like, all right. I'll just and I'm just yeah, otherwise look, I would have blocked the conversation because it's just trash. But, uh, I, you know, it, yeah, it's, Lakers are uh, yeah. in the need for help at this point. Actually, right now, if the playoffs were now, first off, everybody would be confused because the season's not over. Uh, Sacramento's in third in the West and they'd have to play the Clippers. So they're they're one above the Clippers are just you know right above that four team weird bracket thing that they do now just to make no, sure the that seven, the playoffs are everybody seven eight nine ten everybody yeah plays to get in but yeah no I mean and and for a yeah. while there there was the difference between what five and twelve was two games it's still which is well, kind of what you want I it mean, is it is still it that is what you want um, Golden State and the Clippers are both ten back one back of those two teams is the Timberwolves. And then the next three teams after that are two games back of Golden State and the Clippers, and that's Oklahoma City, Dallas, and and the Lakers. Bucks are two and a half clear of of the uh, Celtics right now, and three and a half clear of the Seventy uh, Sixers. So yeah, I mean we are, I don't know, we're getting through. And, this I, and, and you know what? Good. I don't even mind that uh, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten thing. The way they do that with one playoff game, it's the only sport that it makes sense. It is because all those teams after the the fourth best team are are really just kind of the old same version of worthless in the NBA playoffs because right and it gets one more game and and basketball is one of the one of the sports that you can play two games two days in a row you know yeah. it's 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 fine you know it, sure whatever yeah whatever the difference between the being the seven seed and the ten seed in the NBA is just one of you was better at tanking than the other right that's basically where it is. Because <laughs> well, the the uh, the uh, the East Eastern Conference for most of our childhood, where everybody below where everybody was six bad. six was below five hundred anyway. So, yeah. Hey, the Bucks made the number eight seed with <laughs> ten games ten games below five hundred, and they're going to yeah. get just destroyed by the seventy sixers. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, so the Bucks. We obviously also saw the uh, the overtime game. The, the problem everybody was having was that. You know, Drew Holiday was very clearly fouled going to the hoop as time was running out and nothing happened and they just let it go to overtime. Yeah. But you know what? Don't let a lead like that collapse next time. Like the Bucks just kind of fell yeah. apart down the way. Just, 
and they, they really they really yeah. did. there was there's a lot of fault to put on the bucks on that yeah one. So, so you um, can't be mad about that, that last call because you blew up that game you should have won that easily you were walking away with it they were up, they, definitely they, were so yeah so that one but i mean and at the same at the same time too it was like it just was a game at golden state against golden state prime time abc saturday night like it was just like everything was going wrong like it would go wrong against Golden State. And Have you then, noticed their home and away splits though? Hmm. Golden State is twenty nine and seven at home and mm-hmm. seven and twenty six on the road. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's That's the most ridiculous gonna, split say, ever. Like, what what happens what happened what, they played Oracle, right? Yeah, uh, they yeah. played Oracle. They played Oracle. Like, yeah, when they played Oracle, it's like magic. And then whenever they go anywhere else, trash. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, just so like, weird. and then and then Curry who has a mouth guard just to wear halfway out of his mouth all the time. I've noticed he never actually puts it on his teeth, which that's he's really shooting. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, have you ever tried to run around with a mouth guard in your mouth? Even when I was in high school in really good shape, it's really hard to run around with like for sustained long periods in football. It's okay. Cause you're only running from like three to 15 seconds maximum. Right? It's connected to the helmet too. Yeah, and so, but like one of those big full mouth guards, like God, it's really hard to breathe with that in there. Anyways, because I, after I had a, one of my many concussions in wrestling, I wore a mouth guard for a while, mm-hmm. and I, I <laughs> should have probably kept wearing it. I got rid of it because I couldn't breathe enough for wrestling because the cardio was intense. But, um, anyways, I, yeah, that was a that mouth was guard a is great for that. concussions because one of the biggest problems is actually getting hit from below. And the jaw hitting your teeth, causing that's concussion upward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. And it was held <laughs> it. That was a, now that now you know that's why we're free flow on this show. Is and I have no script because <laughs> how did you get on that tangent? I don't know. Just worried about my mental health and that I'll be drooling in about ten years, anyways. <sighs> but that's not on the top of my mind, is it? Um, but no. So the, it was just another one of those Golden State games where it was just like. Like it just knew it was coming. Like I was like, God, no, don't. God, no, don't. God, no, don't. And they couldn't make a shot. They couldn't make a shot. That Kings game was the opposite, where no, neither side could miss. But that the Golden State game was just like, oh, God, it's a Golden State game, mm-hmm. and it, it just happened. You know, it's like, well, there it is. You know, and if if you if you're a conspiracy theorist, like that's leading up to who's going to be in the championship. Uh, <laughs> some people would think that that was supposed to be the championship game last year, but things, the script didn't turn out right in the, in the semis. So, I mean, all right. All right. So, cause, cause nobody likes the Celtics who no. likes Boston, John. Well, I, I think it's a fantastic city. I love being in Boston and I like the Bruins. That was where you were headed, obviously, because yeah. Boston's one of my favorite big cities to visit. I've uh, been there a couple times, and it's it's a fantastic place to just walk around and see cool things. But moving on a little bit here, the big maybe news, we can make we a have, trip there someday. Yeah, just me, awesome. just me and you. Be fabulous. We'll go watch the Bucks. Right. But uh, Marquette, like we like we were projecting there, I think we yeah. we, we felt they were going to have a good shot winning through the East. We thought they had an outside shot at a one, and I felt way better about it when Houston and UCLA both lost, and Marquette won the Big East uh, in the outside, tournament. Outside shot at a one, but we were we were both, if I remember correctly, on last week's show. I think we were both kind of weary about them getting a three. Like we were both. Yeah, Joe Lenardi had them at a three, and I was like, "There's no chance. Why would that? That doesn't make any sense." Especially because he was projecting them as the automatic qualifier, and you're like, "If they win the Big East regular season." and tournament there are two uh like 
they're the sixth best team in the country right now, according to the polls. You're like, how do you, how do you make them a three seed? That's saying that they're not one of the top eight. Uh, so yeah, no, they get a two, and I actually really like their bracket. To be to be honest, the one team in their little bottom half that scares me uh, is obviously the team that should scare me. It's the three seed, which is K State, and K State worries me more just because. Uh, they play a very similar style. That's it's a very fast paced. This is going to be a frenetic game. It's going to be all over the place. Um, K State got knocked out of their uh, the Big Twelve tournament playing TCU, a team they should have beaten, but they they just they were throwing the ball away. They were making a lot of mental errors. If they do that against Marquette, Marquette's going to win by twenty, like no joke. Uh, but if they play how they how they can play, they can play and and stay with anybody. They're they're a fast team. It's going to be a lot of great athleticism going out there. That will be a fun game. I have Marquette in the Final Four uh, in my bracket. Just to say, to spoil it for anybody else who's, who's going against me in our brackets, but uh, I have them in the Final Four. Of, of, and, of, and of course, and you didn't say it, but of course, uh, Big East champs. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Yeah, I think I said they're the Big East tournament it's and big... regular season champions. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it was and, great. And they played course, it so close in the first couple rounds, only to then just blow away Xavier in the end, uh, which is fantastic. They they hung they hung a couple close ones there though. On the St. John's game, going into overtime, you're just like, what what is happening here? How how is this game close? They should mm-hmm. they should emerge St. John's. St. John's is essentially playing you know able to go home and sleep in their own beds that whole tournament because it's in New York. So right. it, that's one thing, I guess, but still it's, it's not really their floor, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, no. I think Marquette's in a great spot and in Wisconsin is Shaka, before you move on to that yeah. too. And Shaka, Shaka smarts on his game right now as a coach oh, yeah. too. Like he's, he's it's got this team. team. He's got this, he's got this team right where it needs to be. And he's got the, he's got the credentials. Like well, that's the other part too. So, um, and and they did play well, and like yeah. they said, like they even played big in the. They played really big in the championship game too. So as a team that was supposed to be ninth in the Big East, right? That's what they were something rejected. like that, yeah. And everyone kind of said that Shaka would have this team like ready to go next year. Like he he's got them rolling right now, and so and this is this is the team like, and I'll I'll probably come back to eat my words later on this one. (laughs) I'm knocking on wood because I'm, you know, as much as we, we joke about, you know, Marquette's the private school from Milwaukee and no one cares and let's get a public school there. But uh, no, like I'm a Marquette fan now, like, especially with the Badgers playing in the NIT, which we're about to get to and struggling with Bradley uh, in the first round. Um, They, uh, um, you know, like let, let's, let's go Marquette and, they're one of those teams that they're built. And of course, you know, only in NCAA basketball, especially now with the talent that leaves so early, um, you got the coach and uh, let's, let's, let's go golden Eagles. Like, yeah, absolutely. Buckle up. Like, I I think it's going to be fun. I don't think you're wrong. Big uh, final four is not an over exaggeration. You know, there's a couple of years when, you know, outside of the, um, uh, Frank the Tank years uh, with Decker on uh, riding riding shotgun, like you know, you're always like, well, the the, the Badgers might make it as a fifth seed. They never do. Uh, Marquette's <laughs> Marquette's a number two seed. Like, yeah, they only need one upset. Yeah, just um, one, and it's a two one, so it's not really that big of an upset. Here's the thing too, like Omax Prosper is a junior. 
Uh, Kolek is a sophomore. Uh, Igadaro's a sophomore. Joplin's a sophomore. Mitchell's a sophomore. You want to say, too, like, the other thing about this is uh, this is Shaka Smart's second year. These are his guys, except for Omax, who's a junior. But the rest of them were guys, you know, he's not playing with a guy, somebody else's group of seniors. Well, he, and his Omax whole season, is that that is his guy now, though. Yeah, like, I'm saying, but like he, he recruited, most, yeah, yeah, he recruited most of these guys, right? Um, it, like Michael Kennedy is is a senior, and I, and so is uh, Zach Reitzel. Those are the only seniors on this team, and uh, yeah, so it, this is a freshman sophomore group of people here. Like the, I think, I think Omax is their only junior. Yeah, no, he's the only junior on this team too. So I mean, like, you gotta know, you gotta know that he's sold and he's like completely on board with it too. I know what you're saying about the recruiting bit, but like, 100 percent at this point, like it's got to be like, yeah, everybody yeah. else left. I mean, what's this, uh, who are the kids that left and went to Michigan? Hauser went to was it Michigan State, and then the other one went to UNC or something. So yeah, they they, they all left. This guy is this guy is this guy is probably <laughs> he wasn't recruited by Shaka Smart, but. He probably has more faith in Shaka Smart because of what used to be here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, and it's fantastic. It's it's the other thing is I don't think most of these guys are leaving this year. That is my thought. And so I mean, like you're bringing back a bunch of talent on a team that is already very good, uh, and they could be really, really impressive next year. So I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about now, and also about the future. But excited about this team now. Um, we'll see what goes on with the Badgers as uh, the Badgers are the the two seed in the Oklahoma state region of the NIT three, three, three seed, John. No, no Liberty's the three seed. I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah. I'm like, looking at, sorry. I was looking, I'm looking at the, it, yeah, yeah. they have them as uh, I'm looking at the, I've also got, yeah, I've got Google the game on. Three, so. <laughs> yeah. I got the game on here. They're playing Bradley. Florida's the four seed. Oregon's the one seed oh. and they're a tiny little group here. Google's uh, wrong. Google's never yeah. wrong, John. Come on. <laughs> so if they win, They'll get to play Liberty, the three seed, uh, and they're playing at home. So, I mean, like, the one weird thing about the NIT, too, is there's home games. I mean, there's, there is nobody there. There is nobody no. watching this game. I mean, it's, uh, a, like, it's a Tuesday night at 10 o'clock at night, and nobody cares. Because, I mean, if you're the there NIT. and they win, whoopity-doo. If you're there and they lose, you've just seen the, one of the worst losses in Badgers history. He like, said uh, Google, sit- Google, Google really thinks that they're a three seed. Okay, I, I, was, I don't know. I saw Sorry. that somewhere too. I know I saw it, but I was just like, all like, I crap, do, all I do know is that the only the only team with the worst record in the entire bracket was Florida. Yeah, and they're the four seed, I guess, right? Four yeah. seed, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's strangely written. I saw that elsewhere too, but I'm looking right at the uh, NIT website, and they they've got them as a two. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Oklahoma State's at the top is the no, other. That, that one. means that nobody cares, John. Right. And they'll probably play another home game uh, if they win this one. They're up by, well, nine now because they just had a big play. But they've been looking fairly sharp. The big thing is the Bradley doesn't have a guy who can really play with Crowell. Uh, Crowell's been all over the place. He's been putting up just – he's been playing a really good game. And that's that's something to his credit there. He's got 29 points so far. So. Yeah, and, and he's he's moving – He's doing well on defense. He's getting out there. He's not on the floor at the time that I'm speaking right now. But uh, with 9.48 left, Badgers are up by 9. And uh, they've been up by 12 and and throughout here. So 58 divided by 29 is 2, right? 
Don't do this to me. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> yeah, no. No, so they have 58 total points. He has 29 points. He has exactly half yeah. of all the Badgers points. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, no, Sorry. he's he's been getting that was, to a, the... that was a rough one because I, I was like, what's 29? Oh, yeah, that is. That's 58. Son of a gun. Badgers are doing really well on the boards. Uh, just, yeah, uh, early on I was watching just getting mad at watching Chucky Hepburn just miss shot after shot early. And it was he. He was one of his cl- first four. Clank, clanky Hepbrick. Yes, <laughs> he's one of five now from the floor, and he's he hasn't shot a free throw. Uh, but yeah, no, we got like you said, twenty nine from Crowell. We've got eleven from Klesmet, who's playing a great game out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that part's been going pretty well. Uh, Crowell has a couple threes too. He hit one or two back there. He's, he's doing great, and uh, yeah, they just need to find ways to to stay with this team and just they're, they're actually fighting for the ball. This is the thing that like massively annoyed me in that, that loss in the big 10 tournament, they had just several plays where they would like the ball would come in they get the rebound. And then Ohio state would just come around and just knock the ball out of their hands. And they're like, Oh, you got, and then they just make a layup, like a rebound underneath their own basket. In this game, they're playing with a ton of energy. Like, they're going in and getting fouled. Like Tyler Wall just stole the ball, went in and got fouled. Um, they just three guys converged on a, a rebound and just pulled it away. And yeah, they're a bigger, more athletic, taller team, and they should win. But Bradley's a good team. Like we can't discount that Bradley is right. is like some nobody. No, this is a good team from a good conference, a good mid major conference, and they won twenty five games in the regular season. Right. And so, I mean, probably against probably against a couple of rated t- Eric uh, uh, top ranked teams, or not top, but top twenty five teams too, yeah. as well. So this, is, this down... is one of the te- this is one of the teams that missed the tournament by not winning their conference championship. Right. So they lost to Utah State, who's in the tournament. Auburn, who's in the tournament. Liberty, who's in the NIT. They lost to Arkansas, who's in the tournament. Belmont, Murray State, uh, Drake. And then they lost to Drake in the, their own uh, tournament. It looks like there. So yeah, I mean, well, in what in what team? Sorry, I, I always forget what team Steph Curry played for. He Davidson? played for Davidson. Davidson, yeah. It, it, it's just it's one of those teams like that too, like where it's just dangerous enough. Yeah, this is one where like you know, like, like Northern it's, it's, Iowa is usually good out of here. Uh, Belmont's usually good out of here. Valparaiso's had a couple good years out of this. Bradley as well has been a good team out of this conference. Bradley had the best record in this conference. Just didn't right. end up winning it, right? Uh, so, the so, yeah, Evansville that, Purple that, Aces. That's why I, that's, that's so good. That, there was there's some there's some Badger homers that were like, oh, I'm just gonna walk through the NIT. It's like, dude, there's all there these small schools that didn't make the big. Like, this is a big deal for them. Like, yeah, it, you. This is just a. A wipe away for the the big schools that you know, like North Carolina doesn't even go to the NIT because they don't want to be embarrassed. Um, and like I was like, they might not beat Bradley coming out of the first round. They I really felt know. that too. Yeah, because because they might have that one dude who is uh, a European player playing his first year in the states, um, the Steph Curry, something like that, and then you just get blitzed, and your team's not that good. Your team's not good enough to make the 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 tournament. And that's that's how you lose, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, no, the Badgers aren't going to just walk through the NIT. The NIT isn't a, the NIT isn't isn't just like something you do for fun. 
<laughs> it, it, it's a minefield. It's a minefield of these little mid-major schools that actually have some talent on them that, you know, you, you watch out because you don't know what you're going to step on when you get to there. And if you walk in overly confident, you're going to lose. You know, like, should you win? Probably. You should have probably <laughs> won your own conference in the Big Ten, but you weren't paying attention and got steamrolled and, you know, ended up at the bottom with Nebraska ball and Ohio State, which <laughs> did, did way better than you in the conference tournament. You know, like, it, it, like way to show up. You lost in the first round of the conference. Like, no, like, stop, stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. Yeah. So, yeah, it's everything about the season was was frustrating and upsetting. And so, yeah, it's just, um, I, I don't know. There, there's so, the way so, I, so I gonna... think things should go and the way I think things will go. I think the Greg guard should keep his job because this is one bad year in a row, right? And he won like three of the last four big 10 coaches of the year prior to this season. And this right. was a and, bad year. And, and so before you continue, let me add my question because that was yeah. going to be my first question. Should he be fired? And you're kind of going down this road anyways, too. But, like, do you think that McIntosh is doing a full reset on everything? And you kind of half answer that with the one bad year in a row. But, yeah. but, but continue with that in mind. Sorry. Well, yeah, that's what I think should happen. Muting what I think myself. will happen isn't always the same thing, though, where it's like I think that there's a good chance if, they, if he can't get at least to the you – know, if he can't beat – Liberty next week, next game. If he, I mean, first off, if he doesn't finish out this game, because the the Badgers have faded late a couple times, so there's nothing guaranteed here. Up sixty one to forty nine with seven fifty two left. Um, there's nothing guaranteed about that win, but it. I, th- I think they have to win this one and they have to beat Liberty, and then he's got a shot because you know it's one year. Uh, if he loses in one of these first two games. I really do think that that's going to be something that McIntosh is going to take a deep look at saying, I bet I can find something better. I mean, just maybe I, I he guarantee can. you if they lose this game tonight, it might change a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if he loses tonight, he's done. I just think right. that's it. So, yeah. Because I'm sure yeah. there was a, a serious conversation between McIntosh and him and about actually taking the invitation to the NIT, you know, because doing the North Carolina thing and be like, you could probably do more damage by taking the invitation and losing in the first round than just by not taking the invitation at all. Yeah. Be like, no, we're better than this, whatever. We're regrouping. We're going to go hit the portal and IL that stuff. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, it's, I, I think it really hinges. Honestly, like if guard doesn't make it out of the next round. Yeah. Liberty or whoever, like that's, that's gotta be a death knell. Like, yeah, I think that, like I said, if he loses this one or the next one against Liberty, that's maybe it. I, no, I was echoing. I was agreeing with. Yeah, you. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, and I think I'm right. Yeah, both these things are good. <laughs> we're, we're arguing. We're arguing no. about the same thing. We're we're no. both right. Oh, that's right. Because right. we're saying the same thing. Yeah, I know. I was like, no, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the most Wisconsin answer ever. No, yeah. Oh, you're right. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Do you mean yeah or not? Yeah, no. no I, yeah, yes, but somehow we understand each other. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> then you follow the yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's about all that we have for big stuff. The only things that we have, I guess, is I mean, 
he's still I'm not going to talk a lot. We got World Baseball Classic going on, so I'm not as interested in spring baseball right now just because like Roddy well, well, Tellis one, Roddy Tellis well, is playing for Mexico and it's you know, I don't know. There's there's fun well, things Tellis, going on. Tellis is playing for Mexico? Yeah, Tellis is on Mexico. Yeah, yeah. His his his, his heritage is uh, I believe it's his dad. He's got family. He's from he's I don't know if he's originally from there, but his family is, so <laughs> Yeah, it's good. He, he he looks like he's from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. That's it, the only yeah. reason I am I like, was like really... Tellez. Rowdy. No, I mean that makes sense know, with yeah. the name, but yeah, okay, got it. I was gonna say uh, apparently the Italian kid is that that's on our team. Oh. Man, I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. I didn't write it down. I didn't it, is, we it has been it. nice just watching the uh the young outfielders playing uh Freilich and and uh Mitchell and what and uh Chorio just just having that is is a fun thing to watch every now and then, but I'm not really getting too much into it. I don't think we're gonna see a lot of I mean Mitchell's gonna be up and he's gonna be starting and we'll see where the other guys come up. Freilich might be up soon too, I think, but we'll, we'll the, see the how the highlight goes. the highlights have been fun in whichever dome that is that looks like the Metrodome. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah, I saw you. I, I, I even saw you tweeting that, that too. Looks just like the inside of the Metrodome, except that it's got like open spaces like towards the bottom. Like it, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. I think they stole the design of the Metrodome, but yeah, no, it looks fun. Like it makes it. It seems like a lot of these games have been fun, and it's that's cool. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I want some more of it. I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know Italia had enough people to put into a baseball team or the Czech Republic. Like there's a Czech Republic team and they, they had a big ninth inning win is fantastic. Um, the other, the other sports story from Wisconsin is that, uh, yes, the jets are doing everything. Aaron Rodgers begs them to do at this point. Cause that's apparently what's holding up the deal. Uh, is they need to make sure they sign, um, uh, Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb and, uh, Alan Lazard and Lazard has signed now and good for him. I, I, that's a good money. Yeah. Four, four for 44 and 22 million. Yeah, good job. Well, I mean, he was going to get that from somebody anyways, and just as long as it wasn't the Packers. But uh, yeah. what was the tweet? I, I can't even I can't even attribute who the tweet is, but I'm here we go. Um, it was Aaron Rodgers currently the GM of the Jets, quarterback for the Packers, and owner of the Bears. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, so it's been. What a, what a career. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're they are actively looking at Cobb now, talking to him to work something out, and that's basically the only thing holding it up is they said Aaron has demands, and they aren't money. There, he wants his guys. Uh, so uh, additionally, it's, like Josh was talking as well as like one of the big issues is, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the weapons he needs to try to win a championship, so he has to go somewhere else. When he gets there, he's demanding that those people go get the receivers he had with the Packers. Right. <laughs> it's like okay man no it's, it's super messed up too because it, i mean it, it's it's messed up on a couple levels too because a number one um a number we one. have jets players on social media cheering for aaron Rodgers, which if he doesn't come to the jets good luck <laughs> zach wilson um, yeah. In the meantime, now we're, we're 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 getting other receivers from the Packers. In the meantime, the Jets have a good receiver room. Yes, like they they actually have everything in place except for a quarterback. Yeah, they got and a good now, defense. And, yeah, and good receivers. Yeah, and, and now the and now the joke is like, you know, like bringing Mercedes Lewis, bringing in Cobb, bringing in Lazard, and you know what's next? Jordy Nelson, um, Donald Driver, 
uh, uh, Tom Gross, Gr- Grossi. Is that how you say his name? Sure. On Twitter. Yeah, he has a great bit where he goes back and forth. He's the one that does all the bits where he talks back and forth to himself. And, okay. Uh, yeah. One of them was like, wait, wait, you want Charles Woodson on the team? He's 46. He's already in the Hall of Fame. No, we want him on the team just so Aaron Rodgers will come to the team. You know, it's like, you got to do it. You know, it's like, and then, and then, of course, you know, like as it is, and Aaron Rodgers wants, like, at work, um, me and one of my coworkers are ready to deploy a plan in the cubicle space that we have that we share that's going to drive everybody nuts, and <laughs> they don't they don't know it yet, and I can't talk about it because people talk. Listen, it's coming, boys, it's coming, but uh, like, honest to God, like this is this guy's job. And even though he's a a a two hundred fifty thousand dollar or two hundred fifty thousand, <laughs> Bart Starr Bar- just said rolling in his grave when I said that he's a two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback with more than the, than than he, he could ever imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, this is his job, and he's literally just messing with people. I I completely believe it. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's completely. And I mean, he's always been a prankster. He's always been. And, and as, as far as the players go, they all love him because he's a class clown, dude. Mm-hmm. He really is, except that he is one of the best players to ever play the game. And he's messing. And, and everyone's and, and, and some of the tweets are like, what happens if he makes the Jets do all this stuff? And then he either a goes back to the Packers or B retires. They're not doing this if they don't have some sort of guarantee. They just aren't. I don't know, That's man. That's my feeling. I don't know. He could do it, though, because he, he just, some people just want to watch you the world know. burn. Who else, who else does this? Who else, who else has ever been in a position to ever do anything like this? Some people probably Joe haven't, Montana, but they don't do it. Too, Joe Montana was too nice of a guy. Tom yeah. Brady was just – Tom Brady's too driven to win. Aaron Rodgers is literally the joker. Yeah. He just Let's wants to see the world, world burn. Yeah. He All had right. a ruby the size of a tangerine. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up the uh, other stories that we have from Wisconsin sports this week in a segment that we lovingly call our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. So I wanted to start with hockey this week as we go through. We have less to talk about because there are fewer teams playing. Women's hockey, the women reached the Frozen Four again. Uh, the games this last weekend were played at the Class of 1965 Arena, which is where Colgate plays. So they beat Long Island, Long Island here. They beat them 9-1. to uh, They get two goals by Jesse Comfer, uh, other goals by Carolyn Harvey, Britta Curl, Maddie Wheeler, Casey O'Brien, Layla Edwards, Vivian Jungles, and Kristen Sims. Uh, then they got to go play. They, they they were supposed to win that game, but then they played the number three seed Colgate. You know, at Colgate's arena, the the famed class of nineteen sixty five arena, and they beat the three seed Colgate four to two. Uh, Nicola Mantia gets them scoring uh, first, gets them up one nothing. Uh, Colgate tied it. Casey O'Brien gets the goal to get him a two to one lead. Vivian Jungles gets the game winning goal because they go up three to one. And then Layla Edwards uh, put in an empty net late to make it 4-1. to one. And then Colgate managed to score with nine seconds left to make it a 4-2 to two game. Afterwards, 
No joke, the players were on the bench after everybody had left, went back out there and made a video of them brushing their teeth with Colgate. Uh, so good on them. They outshot Colgate 35 to 15. Uh, so this means now it's, the... It's a very purple crush moment. Yes. Right. I mean, right. and very... It's, it's, it's all about Aaron Rodgers. On point. But yeah, they will play Minnesota next. The Frozen Four is Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Northeastern. Northeastern is the only non-WCHA team in the Frozen Four. Uh, so that's the Northeastern Huskies. So, yeah, that'll be the next one. Wisconsin went 2-0-2 regular season against Minnesota, but Minnesota did knock Wisconsin out of the WCHA playoffs. So that'll be a fun one to watch. Winner goes on to play the winner of Ohio State Northeastern, which is going to be Ohio State. It's fun looking at this team. I was just noticing like a number of these these ladies, uh, Jungles, um, Carolyn Harvey, Layla Edwards, they're all freshmen. So there's a good young group of players here. Uh, getting to their first Frozen Four, one of many, most likely. Uh, UWSP played in the first round of the Men's Division Three uh, tournament. That's 12 teams get in. They're the sixth seed, the number six team in the country. Uh, they were playing Augsburg, who was the 15th-ranked team in the country coming in. Augsburg got out to a one nothing early lead, but then Cody Moline got an equalizer in the second period, and then they continued to play hockey for the span of of the creation of the earth because they went into a fourth overtime before they had a game winning goal in this game. David Hall gets the game winning goal in the fourth overtime. So Cody Moline got the assist on David Hall's goal, David Hill's goal, pardon me. And David Hill got the assist on Cody Moline's goal. Uh, so they went two to one and now they will go play Adrian in Adrian winner. will go to the frozen four. the, the, the shots on goal were 63 to 37. They had 109 minutes, 27 seconds of game time. So, I mean, good on Samuel uh, Villatelka because that guy is the goalie for Augsburg, and he stopped 61 of 63 shots in this game. Uh, and that's not good enough to move on somehow. Uh, it was a week for upsets and overtime. Three of the four games went to overtime. Curry... Uh, beats Bowden one nothing in overtime. Number nine Norwich upsets number five Plattsburgh two one in overtime, and the number ten University of New England gets a two nothing win over number eight Plymouth State. Uh, in women's hockey, D three UW River Falls again falls early. They lose to Gustavus Adolphus uh, in their first game. They lose two to one. Shots and goal was uh, were uh, thirty two to thirty five. Madison Laverne gets the lone goal for the Falcons. They've been one of the top teams for the last several years. Been ranked number one for most of this season. They still can't find their way to a Frozen Four in D3 women's hockey. So they're just waiting for that to come up. Uh, Wrestling will be next weekend, the 16th through the 18th, uh, this coming weekend. Uh, The NCAAs, uh, I believe they've got six in, as Austin Gomez did make it in as a – an at-large bid. He did not have an automatic qualifier because he was injured so much of the year, but he is going back. So they have six different wrestlers, five of which qualified at the big 10 championships. Softball keeps uh, winning. Remember last week, they kind of got up to being even again. Uh, They, they played kind of a back and forth with Texas and Texas state. Uh, They lost both games to number nine, Texas one to five and then four to seven. And they sweep Texas state, the Bobcats uh, four to two and then four to three. But then they get a 7-6 to six win over 13th-ranked Alabama. 
They will start Big Ten play next, uh, well, like two weeks from now, March 24th through 26th. They'll play three games at Michigan State, and then they'll have two home games against UWGB coming in after that. Uh, Big Ten, well, we'll see. Wisconsin going to the national championships this week in track. Uh, The men finished 17th in the country, and the women tied for 21st. Johnson and Schaefer both earned all-team honors. Uh, Lawrence Johnson uh, finished 7th in the 60-meter dash with a 6.59. Josie Schaefer, from Baraboo, actually, gets first-team all-honors in shot put through 59 feet, 1 and one half inch, finishing 7th. Or sorry, gets her seventh all-time honor. I'm sorry, I mis- misread that. Finished fifth. It's her seventh All-American honor. Uh, but yeah, they get uh, they get a top 25 finish from both teams. Uh, Sharp uh, Jackson Sharp, he placed third in the 3,000 meter, and I believe they finished third in the uh, distance medley relay as well. Uh, some of the other things going on is the Whitewater Warhawks are now in the final four of men's basketball they see they beat they're gonna be playing mount union in the final four to start things off here is it always them versus mount union anyways in all the sports it seems that way yeah football has been big does okay so they beat johns hopkins and then they beat oswego state 77 74 so yeah whitewater will play mount union the winner will play is it christian newport or swarthmore swarthmore is a great word to say Unfortunately, the women's team did not get out that's there. What, they, that's, what, that's what the Pirates do. They swarth more. Swarth more. They swarth uh, more. Yeah, I was just looking yeah, through Lily some of these Liver. teams. The women's whitewater team, they lost to Trinity. Trinity lost to Smith. Smith makes it to the Final Four, where just for my aside here of the week, my crazy thing of the week, they Smith will play Transylvania. Transylvania, they are the Transylvania Cobbers. Pioneers. Oh. They've missed a, a big thing there. Of course, they're the Pens- Transylvania Pioneers, which is they're in Kentucky, but their logo is a bat because it's Transylvania. Also, their website is transysports.com, which is a total win. And and they they have all these like transy pride things going on. I love this. This is and they have a hashtag is wings up for the pioneers, of course. It's like wings up. Transy, I, I, I bet. I bet a certain party is having problems with that right now. Uh, but it's in Kentucky, so I don't know what to do with it. I just think it's fun. <laughs> they got these jerseys. Oh, I love it. I love it. Their too. jerseys just say great. Transy right great. across the front. Transy, and they they got a bat and everything. It's fantastic. I was just like, man, if they're Transylvania, they better be vampires or something. This is just so. Good. I hope they. I hope they get to D one, <laughs> get a great football team, and win the national championship over some southern state. Yeah. Uh, they have an equestrian Transy team. State beat, Transy State beats Alabama. That'd be great. Yeah. So they're just anybody who's interested in Transy, uh, the University of Transylvania or whatever. March 11th, their equestrians were versus Tryon in CC14. And on March 15th, the equestrian will be playing against Springs Bay Horse Trails. <laughs> they have an equestrian team. So good, so good. So you said you said trying a couple times. What's the other one down in Illinois that I That's can trying. This is Tryon. T R Y O N. Like try on that shirt over there. And then there's Trune. What's the other one down in Illinois though? There's another T R. 
Down I can't remember. Yeah. No, there's I've Trine got, in I've, Indiana. I've got, I've got so much stuff in the background I want to say when you're done here, so I can't have the Fabulous. capacity to keep trying. The other trying. favorite part is Furman. Trinity. Trinity? Trinity. Okay, sure. Sure. One okay. of my other favorites is that the Furman Paladins made the uh, the uh, the tournament this year, which reminds me that what they have on the back of their football helmets, because they are Furman University, the back of the helmet says, F you all the time. <laughs> Oh, that's it's the so good. they're the best. That's, I love it. Um, I just wanted to say one thing too, just before we finished up here. That uh, oh, I that uh, we did have national championships this last week. We have uh, men's and women's national champions in D three uh, cross country indoor track championships. The UW lacrosse men's and women's teams both came home as champions. That's it's fantastic to win both. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I think it's the 19th men's championship and the second women's and they win them both. The men's team won by half a point, Aaron, by half a point. But the other fun little story I wanted to say is like we we're talking, obviously, this hasn't been anyone else reporting any names of who's been going out there. But, you know, Tony Granado was released. He was let go as the head coach of the Badger men's team. Seriously, with a team with the tradition of women's hockey that Wisconsin has, why don't they hire uh, Megan Dugan. Uh, she was a 2011 Patty Casimir Award winner. She works now in the New Jersey Devils player development. She was a Badger and Team USA captain, captain for a gold medal, and captain for a national championship. Why don't we put someone like that? She played for Mark Johnson. Let her go coach the men. That would be fantastic because she's better than almost any of the players we've had on the men's team in the last decade. I mean, other than you say, Cole Caulfield and and Pavelski, except for, you know, she won a gold medal. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, like, it's something that should be said. It should be said at some point that her, I mean, I'd say Hillary Knight, too, would be a good example, but she's still playing, I think. I think she's not quite done with her career. But those two are are fantastic Wisconsin hockey players uh, who I think would be great coaches at this level and would be fun to see and we have men from old Wisconsin teams coming back and coaching the women's team. The women's team's been winning way more now. Let's they've got six True national story. titles. Let them coach the men. Let them teach them what's up. I don't know. True. That's my fun no, point no, for the week. No, you're okay with that. So um mm-hmm. no, I one hundred percent agree with that statement. And what you said right there at the end too is that the women uh, uh winning a lot more in the the past here. I was gonna say, how about Jack Lemaire? Jacques Lemaire. All right. All right. We're, we're going to take over the Big Ten now. It's going to be good. This is going to be good. Gets in going my way, play some hockey. I'm going, to, I'm going to cut you with a knife. Yeah. Badgers, by the way, just won as we're doing this in real time. So 81 62 yeah, final over Bradley. Uh, Kral just murdered him. It's just unbelievable scores. But yeah. Uh, what did you have to add there, Aaron? Uh, I'm trying to think of some. Uh, so Bud Grant died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did tweet about that. I I've met him a lot. You're, you're, you're talking. You're talking about Fosberg flop, and I was thinking about that earlier. It's like, so Bud Grant died. Um, that sucks because he's yeah. actually a, he's from Superior. He's he, he's from Wisconsin, yeah. and uh, one of the fun facts about him is he was the oldest living NBA champion player when he <laughs> yeah. died mm-hmm. with the minnesota lakers back in the day because of course he played 
both in the NFL and the NBA back then. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have Grant's stories. Um, I've never met him personally. You did Mm -hmm. when you were working at Costco. Yeah, in Eden Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, you met him, you know, face to face. Very average guy. Um, very Bud Grant, though. Very um, unassuming person. Just He just wanted to go about his business. He just, like being himself, just did what he was going to do. Yep. And sure. he was just in charge of everything. And he's one of those people. He was kind. And, uh, he was a kind person. A very kind person. Um, Bud Grant's the best. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I hate the Vikings, I do not hate Bud Grant. I do no. not hate the, the, the Vikings before 1990. <laughs> um yeah yeah i like jerry burns too but uh right. he was fun um swore a lot <laughs> but uh yeah no so bud grant uh good dude there's never been i don't think there's if if you tell me i don't know about some of the other states but as far as one state that loves universally loves somebody as much and especially just to the north, on the other side of the Canadian border, the Providence that's up there is Manitoba, where he mm-hmm. was the Blue Bombers, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers coach and player for years, too. Like, <laughs> he's universally loved for about, I don't know, one one-hundredth of the earth. <laughs> like, that's a big area. You yeah. know? Like it's more than I got. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't even have the I don't even have the thirty thousand square feet of my house. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm I'm losing that one to the dog now. Yeah, um, everyone loves him way more. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, Bud Grant, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, also to um, uh, so this the state wrestling individual tournament happened two weekends ago, and we didn't talk about it. And so from my own hometown, one of the kids that I wrestled with growing up. BJ Quaddy, his son Mason Quaddy, made it to the state tournament, uh, twenty-five and fifteen as a senior. First one from Turtle Lake to get through for a while. Uh, meantime, in local news, uh, Milton down here is a uh, a pretty powerhouse. Um, they they they're not good on the team side, but uh, uh, I don't even know how to say this kid's first name, but his last name Sinclair. It's Adian Adian Sinclair okay. at the two hundred twenty pound weight class, which we didn't have growing up you had 189 and then everything above that was the the dudes who were jacked to the guys that were just big well now the, the 220 has been around for a while now uh Adrian sinclair came into the tournament at uh 45 and 0 at 220 and he finished the tournament uh pinning everybody until the final which he won 12 to 3 and finished 49 and 0 Team, team State was uh, this last weekend here, and Kakana beat Marshfield in Division I, 41 to 26. Uh, Division II was uh, Luxembourg Casco beat Prairie du Chien, 37 to 20. And in Division Three, Fenimore just uh, absolutely beat everybody. They won 43 to 18, taking out everybody else. And I'm trying to see if there's any towns in here elsewhere that mean anything to us and they don't. So, but All either right. way, yeah. I like Fenimore. They've got the, the silent woman is a good place to eat there. I've gone there with my, yeah, my grandma. Fenimore, that's over in the lacrosse area, right? Way I'm... south of there. Down, down in Grand County yet. Yeah. South oh. of, south of Oscarville. It's on the way to Dubuque. <laughs> so yeah, it's a nice little place way down in the corner there. Nice and tucked away. All right. Well, you know, if... you know how Boscobel got their name, right? 
Yeah, the Kambas Kambel, the the Kambas two cows. Okay, yeah. God, you know that? Yes, of course. The, you know the, yeah, because I've been to basketball. Are you lot. impressed that I know that joke? I am impressed, actually, that you know the the <laughs> basketball joke. Bell. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever tell me about how Poskin got their name. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you everybody for joining us for another wonderful week of wisconsin sports talk and you know random transy men's sports talk i guess too uh that's probably the last we'll talk about them you know yeah wings up uh but <laughs> just want to remind you you can follow the show on twitter at scotty johnny pod you can follow me at not so humble host and you can follow aaron at cheddar talk And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.